Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nintendo Shack Podcast. My name is Rebecca. I'm joined here, as always, with Dr. Bland Explosion. And hello, hello. we have a special guest who is joining us who has been on the Nintendo Shack before, but hasn't been in a while. At least not. I haven't podcasted with him in a while. It is Steven. Why don't you introduce yourself to those who don't know you? Hello, greetings, Scoopalings. Can you hear me this time? Yes. Excellent. Yes, <laughs> Got through some, some tech issues. We're good now. Let's go, Steven. Wonderful. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here again. Like Rebecca mentioned, um, I've been on Shaq a couple of times before, um, but it's been, I think, about a year since I've been on. So About a year. Wow. Yeah, really excited to be Dang. back on. And I've, I've never podcasted with both Rebecca and Garrett at the same time. So this is uh, exciting. Uh, and uh, Garrett says he's got some really exciting things to talk about today, so it's a good oh, time let me to. Tell you, Steven. It's a good time to join <laughs> Shaq. Let me tell you, I, you know, I could could have been playing Xenoblade Chronicles three, at least I don't know eight or nine hours more. Instead, I delved deep for you, audience, all you guys. I really dug in there. The, he the sent me his specs. browser history. It is like tabs and tabs and tabs and tabs. He, he was finishing up a PowerPoint stuff. before we hopped on the on the stream. True so, story. That's yeah, not an exaggeration. Buckle up. Buckle up. It's going to be a long yes. shack today. I, I do have a presentation. Hey, hey, Donnie, Xenoblade. Okay. Wait, I, I just want to point out for those out. who are listening just to the audio <laughs> and not seeing us visually right now, how we all accidentally coordinated red today for Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, we did. We didn't even do yeah. that on purpose, but we're all wearing okay. red. It's perfect. Garrett, you needed a you needed a video game shirt though, because Bex has the uh, Cult of the Lamb. I've got Heck silk yeah. <gasps> Heck yeah! Wow, we got the that's indies. What's up. Yeah. yeah. So Garrett, yeah. what what happened here? Um, my previous two colleges I went to. The colors are red, so <laughs> there you go. That's the coincidence right there. Nice. Um, there you go. Uh, we're right. happy to have you here, Stephen. Uh, it has been a while, um, for sure. So why don't you, before we get into all of the stuff about the Switch Pro or whatever Garrett has PowerPoint <laughs> saved <laughs> for us, um, what have you been playing lately on Switch? It doesn't have to be, you know, within the past week. We always talk about what we've been playing in the past week, but since, you know, it's been a whole year since you've been on here, what are some of the things that you've been playing lately, maybe the past couple weeks, past month or so? Sure. Yeah. So probably like the past month, I uh, dived back into uh, Mario Odyssey, not Ooh, specifically oh wow. for me, but actually for my daughter. Um, she She's getting to that age where she just likes to press buttons and mess around with things. And I was like, well, you know, what's a great game to just like hand her the controller and of let her goof Mario. around yes. with? So uh, Mario Odyssey. So Wait, yeah, I, I, she? Uh, she is almost 17 months. So just about a year <gasps> and a half. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so perfect. She's gonna grow up with games. I just, I have so many good memories of playing games with my dad when I was a little bit older than that. I was like three or four, but starting her off with Mario, good parenting. Yeah, so so she enjoys it. She, I, I'm surprised how little she likes to actually 
um, like move, uh, but she loves just hitting like the jump button. So she'll just like reach over and press the jump button. Unfortunately, her favorite button's the home button. So she's she'll spam that oh, no. as I'm trying to like play the game for her and uh, just eject me out of the game over and over. But she likes the you know the screen flipping. Yeah. You know, it's like oh that's actually cooler. All those colors just switch. <laughs> Over. Hey, it could be the screenshot button, and then you can end up having she, hundreds she of screenshots. She also does that. I do have thing. hundreds of screenshots. <laughs> Especially if I hand her the Joy-Con, her fingers just gravitate towards the little share and home buttons on the bottom. I, I'll move them nice. up to the you know actual buttons, but no, they, she drops them back down. So Aww. lots of screenshots of Odyssey right now. So is that's this been fun. the first time you're going back to Odyssey since it came out? Yeah, it is, actually. How are you feeling about it now versus when it released? Um, I think I like it almost exactly the same. I, 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 I loved it. I absolutely loved it the first time it came out um, with the only slight caveat that I was always felt like, wow, I'm getting a moon every like 30 seconds and that seems a little excessive. Um, but coming back to it, I, I don't have that same feeling the second time around, which is interesting. Um, but I, I've loved it just as much as the first time. It's, it's a fantastic Mario cool. game. It might be my favorite 3D um, Mario game. Did you collect all the moons or whatever? I did, the... yeah. The, not this okay, playthrough, cool. but the first one, I I, I got yeah. everything. In fact, one of um, my wife's favorite things to do with me at the time was we'd go to Takatu and get a hint, and we'd be like, oh, like, poke the wall. Like, what the heck is it talking about? Oh, we got to go get one of the birds and, like, um, climb across the wall and stick its beak in the little hole. And, and she loved trying to figure out just what the hints were and where to find the moons. Yeah. I had fun with Odyssey. Cool. I feel like it's silly that... I mean, maybe they're still working on it, but that there hasn't been a sequel. Like, where is... I know it takes time to develop these big 3D Mario games, but I don't know. I feel like we're overdue. Maybe I should go back and replay it. If, uh, if you're yeah. having fun with it, going back to it again. Yeah, it's great. I recommend it. Nice. Anything else, or is that kind of what's been filling your Switch time lately? So so that's been filling um, a lot of the Switch time. And this isn't a Switch game, but it's a Nintendo game, so I'll mention it that as well. That counts. We do um, that all the time. <laughs> Um, I have time. been playing the uh, the PC um, Ocarina of Time. Uh, you talked about, I don't remember how long <gasps> oh, ago it yes. was, but um, there was that Ship of Harkin project that um, they basically created a decompiler that you could feed it a ROM and it decompiles the code and then you can run it um, on a PC. And it's fantastic. How um, is I, that? I, I haven't played like the vanilla game, but they've been doing beta testing for the randomizer and so i've been doing a ton of randomizer runs using the pc port and it has been oh, super nice. fun nice nice that's something that bit i feel like bit i of really an addiction. want to dive into did you find it like accessible to like jump into all of that um i did i i so i had played the randomizer probably two or three times prior to it so i was at least familiar with kind of the rules and concepts of it um but yeah it, it was uh, it's surprisingly easy to get installed and running and all that. It, it, they've done a great job of making it accessible. Excellent. Sorry, which game was this again? I, I, I heard it the first time and I just completely forgot. Uh, oh, Green of Time. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's what I thought you said. And I'm like, wait, a PC port. They didn't make it. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you, you talked about it. I remember you bringing it up. Of course. Um, yes. So. I played that game. I did. <laughs> was it like two years ago now? Wow. I, think I need so. to play Majora's Mask now. <laughs> Careful, don't say that. You already said Xenoblade. You're going to say Majora's Mask. Donnie's going to leave forever. I'm, yeah, I know. Hey, Donnie didn't like Majora's Mask? He always rags oh, on he Majora's hates it. Mask. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He doesn't. Man. Mm -hmm. Donnie hates good so. things. 
And then the very last, the very last thing I'll mention before I hand it over, um, because I suspect Rebecca's going to talk about it too. But I tried the demo for uh, Cult of the Lamb today because Donnie keeps talking oh, about it okay. and it has looked appealing. Yeah. So Steam has a demo for it, and uh, so I was like, oh, I'll try the Steam demo and decide if I want to, you know, pick it up on Switch or whatever. And uh, it was really good. I wish the demo was longer. Um, mm-hmm. The the uh, controls are excellent. Um, when I had watched the trailers, I was a little concerned that the controls might feel a little sloppy or um, yeah. not as, I don't know, clean. But that was the very first thing I noticed is it was just the controls are very tight. It's very snappy. It feels really, really good to run around with. Um, the, the demo lets you get just far enough to get like one follower and you fight the very first big enemy. Um, not like the one of the main bad guys, but it's like one of their henchmen or whatever and uh so i I couldn't really get a feel for the sim side of things but at least the battle Mm -hmm. side the exploration side is really good i liked it a lot so i will so can you explain to me what cult of the lamb is because i have not listened to donnie yet (laughs) i haven't listened to donnie either so i can give you what i think it is based on the demo yeah just give me an overview yeah from the demo that would be great yeah yeah Yeah, so the the premise is you are a lamb and you have been you're a cute lamb you're a very adorable lamb um okay you're a lamb and you've been captured by um this (laughs) this cult of some kind they don't give a lot of background and you are being led yeah. to execution. And so the game starts, you get uh, marched up to the chopping block, and um, you get decapitated. And uh, you wake up, and you find yourself in front of a chained entity, some kind of godlike being in, in the afterlife, who says, um, even though you're dead, you can still serve me. And he grants okay. you his power that brings you back to life. And <laughs> Donnie says, satanic animal crossing. It has a little bit of that vibe to it. It does. For sure. Um Anyway, so this god creature gives you his power and uh, you come back Mm -hmm. to life and you slay all of the people around you and then you flee and um, you find a mentor who says, hey, I I used to be uh, the, um, what do they call it? Uh, Like the main, I I used to have this power as well and I'm going to guide you and he helps you find your first follower and you set up camp and from what I can tell from the That's sim convenient. side of things, you, you're going to collect followers who are going to help you clear the area. They're going to chop wood. They're going to mine rocks. You're going to cook food for them. And I, I, eventually you get into like you'll teach them things and they give you stat bonuses. Different followers have different um, stat bonuses. And so you can kind of okay. curate your followers to strengthen yourself as you go out on these adventures. But it seems to be that you'd have this cycle of Go explore. You gain resources and followers. Garrett, it's a roguelite. Yeah, yeah. So the exploration is roguelite. It's it's random um, maps. You go out. You have random encounters. It's different every time. You'll find uh, different types of weapons every time you go out that you can pick up and try. Mm -hmm. So I saw a lot of axes while I was out, but I know that there's daggers and swords as well. Um, Some magic Mm -hmm. attacks. Uh, and so you, you, the goal is you need to completely eliminate these um, false gods or bishops that have imprisoned the god that has granted you his power. And so you do that by collecting followers to get enough strength to go out and take out the big bishops. Cool. Um, you can name your followers entity. and um, make them however you want, and they can die. You can accidentally kill them. You can purposely kill them. You can send, You can. You just want to get all you can, of the... Yeah, you can sacrifice you can them. Sac- yes. Like, like the Aztecs. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Um 
Um, or it sounds like a satanic Animal Crossing slash Pikmin resource management going on here. Well, yeah, with with ruby elements and cute and Ooh. very good art style. So I I have not style. played this. I um, stood in line just at PAX <laughs> East for four hours with my good friend Mary, who really wanted mm-hmm. to play the demo, and that's how I got this shirt. And it's a very cute game, and I enjoy... I don't like to play roguelites, but I really enjoy watching other people play them. And this is a really mm-hmm. cute one, and I will probably get the physical version of it someday, but yes, um, I approve of that one, Stephen. Yeah, it, it, it seems cool. really good. So I, I'll pick it up in the near future. Nice. You would like it probably, like, Garrett, but you, I know you have a lot, but... Probably. Yeah. Put, that one in the, put that one in the back of your head for some time later. Yeah, definitely a sale. And no, That's I think a it's Steam gonna be free on game. Epic. That's a Steam Deck Art- game for you. It looks like a Steam Deck game. Mm-hmm. It maybe a Switch great. game. I heard the Switch performance is doable. It's playable. Yeah, I'm. So. I'm kind of interested to watch for a minute because I know they're working on a lot of bug fixes at the moment. Um, so I'm kind of interested in watching for a minute to see if the uh, um, the Switch performance, the performance like, gets a little yeah. better and stuff before I pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Donnie, yes, you, it Rebecca? is better than Xenoblade. <laughs> Even no, from the demo, I've I said Donnie just likes it because it's <sighs> Devolver Digital. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I mean, you're not. Yeah, Don, he's Donnie's got that odds of liking a game go up at it. least twenty percent if it's published <laughs> by Devolver Digital. There you go. The 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 Devolver bump, as they call it. I just like it because it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, what have you been up to? Oh, you know what I've been. Yeah, up let's to. hear it. That Xenoblade. I, oh my goodness. You finished it now, 20... right? No, I haven't. Oh, for some reason, I thought I saw about. a tweet that said no, you No, Garrett will it. play this for at least three more months. <laughs> You're not wrong, because <laughs> I, just, I just don't have time these days. Dang it. I have to, like, I have to do so much work outside of work. It's crazy. Um, but during my time, uh, gaming time, yes, Xenoblade all the way. I put about 25 hours in so far, so still... Mm, I would say I, I don't even know how much I'm through the game. I'm still in chapter three. No, chapter four now. So, yeah, still very beginning. <laughs> um, guys, don't skip the side stuff. This is like I I got to say it's like Witcher three quality so, writing and presentation. So, so I have like, to interject for just a moment because I remember go listening to one of the last episodes and you were ragging on Torna hard for the side Torna's quest. Bad. Um, yeah. It but, sounds but like a big one, difference you, of side quests. You though. love, love, love the side quests. I, and I remember you saying that this, these side yes. quests felt more like the main story. Is, has that still yes. been the case, as even though you're much further in the game? Yeah, so the problem with, I, I think, with Torna is that they force you to do these side quests that were always quest fetchy. And so you would go and do these side missions where you're like, okay, you got to be a monster like five times. Okay, you got to find this material, mm. and then you have to do a skill check with your blades. It's like some, very grindy, just, kind of. Yeah, very grindy, very monotonous. There's no like exploration. Like, there's some exploration to it, but it's just seeking out those materials and just making sure you got the right, I don't know, blades. It's just, it was just very annoying for me. I think for others, for other JRPG people, I'm sure it's fine. I, I know a lot of people love Torna. Um, I, I do enjoy the story of Torna. I like the characters. It's just when they forced me to do side quests in the middle of the main story, I was like, this is like a big red flag to me. I, 
even though it's probably going to be only three more hours or something like that that's like nothing in jrpg time i just don't like the notion of you put a block right in front of me and i can't get out i feel like that's like not a side quest though if they're doing it it then in that capacity like side quests are supposed to be something optional you can do on your own time like when you want Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, so they turned it into I, the main game, but not in a fun way. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, Torna, it's 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 behind me. I played enough of it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Don't miss out the side stuff. I'm getting so many. So there's these quests called Hero Quest, where you they introduce you to new characters and they're full on cutscenes, and with your main party, it's like a full on like expansion of the game it's like if you don't even pay attention to these things you could totally miss it and it's such great quality content it's like you go in do the cutscene, you do that side quest story and that hero extra character whatever becomes part of your party and you and so you can have at least one hero out with your other party as well and then it adds another class into your cycling of classes into your party um it's it's so good it is so good. Anyways, I I, I believe I, I want to, you know, keep, keep the hype down because <laughs> I want to beat this game before I actually, like, admit, like, it's probably my game of the year. I mean, it'll probably be my game of the year until Mario plus Rapids. I think that's one could knock it over for me. But in terms of writing, in terms of presentation, Monolith Soft is at its peak. And I hope... It, that they bring that over to Zelda because it's so good. It is so good. It is like Last of Us Persona 5 Witcher 3 level to me. Wow. It is v- very capturing to me. I'm so, going to keep the hype low, yeah. but it's like the best <laughs> game of all time. It, I, I, it's like up there in terms of story and presentation and writing. That's, that's what I mean is, is those three aspects. I'm not saying gameplay. I'm not saying genre or, or the game as a whole. I'm saying those specific aspects. Monolith Soft is at its peak. It's like they are best yeah. in their craft. That'll so. be interesting to see there if it go. does translate to Breath of the Wild 2 because it, yeah. it does have the potential. You know, the first one tried to have the story with the Guardians and stuff and a lot of people have mixed feelings about it, but maybe if they've got mm-hmm. something a little bit more linear um, focused, maybe they'll yeah. have a chance to really shine in Breath of the Wild too. So that's promising to hear. Yeah, I hope they really make that mark because I I can't think of any other Japanese developer other than Atlas with Persona that can maybe Dragon Quest. I heard Dragon Quest is great in terms of story um, is at that level. It's just so good. Um, but anyways, I'm done talking about Xenoblade. Right, that's that's come it back, of my rambling. Yeah, you can come back, Donnie. <laughs> it's been five minutes. <laughs> uh, I have not been playing a whole lot. Um, I went. I had to go back into work t- uh, yesterday. I oh, that's next fun. week is my last full week off, and then I go back to school um, the week after that. So I am like living up. The last little bit of my vacation here like doing all the last things that i want to do um which uh hopefully will involve playing more games um this past weekend i went to my friend's wedding so i um i was i was also away all weekend i started mm-hmm. um blossom tales 2 the minotaur prince today 
I didn't play very much. I played like maybe an hour or so of it. Um, I don't know if y'all played mm-hmm. Blossom Tales 1, but it was on Switch and PC and it is a Zelda clone and I'm very like iffy about Zelda clones. Like usually I can recognize like right. when they're good games, but they usually don't like hit that sweet spot for me. But Blossom mm-hmm. Tales did. It's super cheap. It's like $15 and it like has all this charm independent of Zelda itself, but it's like the exact same kind of formula, but it is told through the grandfather telling the story to these two kids. And um, one of the girls that he, like one of the granddaughters is the, the hero in the story and there's dungeons and like enemies and items and everything like that but it is so good and i think it just came out today the the sequel the minotaur prince okay um but so far it seems like this one they are involving the brother more uh the brother was like being told the story in the first one but he wasn't in the the game like in the Mm -hmm. the story that was being told um yeah so it seems like they are involving him a little bit more, and it. I really like it. The writing is clever. It plays really well. The controls are good. I'm excited to see what kind of like items and dungeon designer in this one because there were some really interesting items in the first one that I thought like, wow, like that would be a really cool Zelda item. Um, there was like a bee medallion or something that you could use the power of the bees on your side and like kind of use them as a as an like a weapon almost. Hmm. Um, it was very cool. So if you need that top-down 2D Zelda itch, if you have that in your life, you know, an itch for that in your life, um, definitely check out Blossom Tales. I am having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Oh, it came out on Tuesday. Yes. Oh. It came out this week. I knew it came out this week. I couldn't remember what day. I started it today, though. I've, I've had the nice. first one for a long time, and I remember I, I started it, and it, it felt like it was really slow, and I didn't quite get into it really it, it d- did you feel like there was maybe a hump to get over in the first there one might have been it's i played it when it first came out so it's been some years uh it's not a super long game it's like maybe seven eight hours i don't think it'll take like more than 10 hours to beat it like it's a lot shorter than um like a typical zelda adventure but mm-hmm. um i really like it i would say give it another chance if you really like the top-down zelda style yeah, um, I mean, I've played every Zelda game in existence, so yeah, yeah. I like the top and 10. Yeah, Zelda I would stuff. give it another chance, or, you know, I'll keep playing uh, the sequel. Maybe the sequel will fix some of those pacing issues that, that you had a problem with in the first one. Um, I also beat Earthworm Jim 2. I can't remember if I mentioned that oh, nice. the last, you know, last time <laughs> you we, we talked, but oh my god, what a weird game. I would never be able to beat it without <laughs> rewinds or save states or whatever. Like, I would just get too frustrated. <laughs> it was frustrating even with rewind. Um, but like, just weird. So weird. I game? think I liked it more than the first one overall, the levels, um, and everything just because like, I'm a sucker for weird bizarreness in games. Like the last level took place on a barbecue grill for no reason. <laughs> like, and they're in, you know, earthworm jam, you're a worm. And there's like this salt shaker that's following you and does damage every single time. Like the salt hits you because if you put salt on worms, I guess it kills them. I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> and like, you can distract yes. the salt with, uh, with a snail and it'll go after the snail instead. Like it is just so weird. And like, you have to hop across like this, like, I guess like a stove or something and it's hot and you have to like turn. It's just like so bizarre. <laughs> It's so weird. Like, I know I probably sound like a maniac describing this right now, but... No, no, no. These devs were on They were, like, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
but yeah, if you ever want to feel like you're on an acid trip, play Earthworm Jim. Um, nice. So I beat I beat that one. Um, that's all part of my retro summer. I have a couple more games left to do for that. Ooh, um, but what I cool. really want to talk about um, is oh hashtag free product, hashtag ad, hashtag product placement, Ooh, colorware. Have you ever heard of colorware the company i've heard of so colorware. they sent yes. me a couple free controllers and so i just want to show them off um they're expensive as heck but i got um a <laughs> super nintendo themed switch pro controller that looks so good it is nice. so beautiful so like what a, i think what a lot of people don't realize because they're so expensive like a couple people were asking me like oh like how did you feel taking it apart and putting on the shell like it's you're not buying a shell like they you send you that. the whole yeah. controller oh. like, they're sending you like a brand new controller you get it in a box um that like is the original box of like the pro controller that they bought i guess like that everything that comes right with it. yeah do and they then, give the option to buy just the shell or i don't think only... so i think because okay. it's like it's like custom like they they do it for you gotcha. um and then I also got a PlayStation 5 one, which I did. They have, like, kind of a color oh, lab kind of thing. Do you know how, like, the Xbox yeah, silver chrome. controller lab thing, don't they have something like that? Oh, yeah. Where, like, you can kind of make... I got Yes. That. It's just like that where, like, you can pick, like, what colors you want. There's, like, matte and gloss materials. Um, so I got a pink mm-hmm. and silver PlayStation 5 controller. And I'm really nice. curious. what What is the price for the... So, DualSense one. For the DualSense, I'll have to look. Just a base price, just like a ballpark. Like, I want basic colorware stuff. Because for the Xbox Lab stuff, mm-hmm. it's about $100. Okay, it's a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, okay. If you are like doing what I did and you are customizing the colors, like they have different, like this is a special edition one, so it was right, more. Right, right, special edition. Um, but like the ones where you're customizing like the exact colors, the dual sense right. is one hundred and nineteen dollars. So okay, it's pricey. so just a little bit more. It's pricey, yeah. but like. But yeah. but you got to choose. You you I did. designed that. Yes, yes, that's really. And cool. so like what you can do, at least for for this for the dual sense, you can um, you can change the color of like the grip, the buttons the bottom part and then what do you call this the trackpad the touchpad touch um yeah. that one and then for the switch pro controllers you can um you can do the grips the back plate and then the buttons you can't do like the buttons I've, individually yeah. but um so they sent me that and let me test them out and then nice. i'm going to be doing a giveaway of the snes they gave me another one to give oh, away. Oh, I was going to um, say, so, I'm pretty sure you fell in love yeah, with that not one. Mine, so yeah. Not mine, not <laughs> mine. But if you like this, it's Colorware. Colorware, like W-A-R-E, Colorware. Yeah, um, W-A-R-E. So yes. check my Twitter. I, I'm probably going to be starting the giveaway tomorrow or Saturday. Um, so check my Twitter, cool. like retweet or whatever it'll be, and then they'll pick somebody. So you and could And out of want. curiosity, have, have you seen any of the ones, because a lot of companies sell just the shell that yes. you can replace yourself how do you, do you feel like it it compa- oh they <laughs> yes do you feel like it compares that to that or do you feel like there. it's a higher um, quality than those? yeah i mean it's definitely like better quality like just the material itself is better than like this little you know piece of plastic or whatever like mm-hmm. i will admit like if i can do the replacement anybody can do it if you're on a budget like absolutely like order a shell like just be be a little brave you can do it um but I definitely noticed the quality and then also the grips of it, I feel like are a little, like I picked matte. I don't know if like gloss would be any different, but like 
If you look at yeah. your Pro Controller, it's like a little bit smoother and shinier. This doesn't yeah. have that. It yeah. feels more like somebody even it's, it's asked me feel. if it was like rubber. It's not rubber, but it feels it, a little it bit does nicer. Look like it rubber. feels like a tennis racket, actually. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like the tennis like racket handle. Grip. It's yeah. like carbon, yeah. whatever. So, plastic. I don't know. I've only been playing it for a couple days, but it feels good. It's very pretty. Price is a downside, but, you know, if you have some cash to spend and you need a new controller. Um, there you go. I like it, so... I'm such a sucker nice. for like customization. And I know like a lot of people um, might want like certain colors that don't exist for like their joy. They have like joy con stuff like that. But um, I know some people also don't care at all about the customization and are like, why would you spend extra money to get like <laughs> a special color controller? Um, but I just had to shout that out. I feel out. like, you know, I'm not big on customization. I have very basic controllers, and I love to get, like, the first one. Um, the the shell for my Pro Controller was super simple, super cheap. It, yeah, as that's you said, easy. Rebecca. It's, it, you literally have a screwdriver, and that's all you need. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all you need to, mm-hmm. to replace your buttons and the shell. And then this one was a, a nice gift. It was just like, hey, that one custom controller you want. Yep. You know, and that's for you. And it's premium, and it's it feels just more personable to me with that one controller. That's so XTS so. says that, that he would spend extra for a drift-proof Joy-Con. <laughs> I don't know if they'll be drift-proof if you got the Joy-Con, but I did notice that the D-pad feels a little bit nicer um, on oh, this okay. one. I think they're even using the same one, but I don't know if it's like because it's, it's like on a different, different shell. shell. Like I don't know. It hmm. feels a little yeah. like mushier and not like the buttons like run together you know how they do on this would one? you play a classic snes with that d-pad i played earthworm gym with it today and it felt fine normally okay. i hate using Sounds the good. um the trackpad but like that's yeah, not a good game i, I to don't test like on. using that that's yeah, not a good game to test sure. on so i'm gonna do a little bit more testing celeste or something i, I, I probably use this guy still would classic. not use this but i'm gonna do more testing and see cool yeah but yeah, Sounds so good. I will hopefully be playing many more games uh, on that soon. And yeah, take a look out for my giveaway on Twitter. Cool. But um, yeah, Garrett, why don't we jump into all of the research that you've been doing this week? And I, oh, I use on, the word me, research my seatbelt. nicely. <laughs> is it research or is nicely, it is it a yes. rabbit hole? What is it? Walk us through it, it. It is a deep, dark rabbit hole. This is. Oh, are, my goodness. Are you going to slide so, in okay. a, a cork board with the red lines and <laughs> pictures and yeah, everything? Yeah, red lines. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> like, I, I pulled all-nighters. No, I'm just kidding. I So I got this inspiration, guys, from actually the Nintendo Drive, right? The podcast from Carpool Gaming. Yeah, we love them. Sean Capri and Console Cato. They're, they're good, good people good over people. there. They've been discussing a little bit um this week about just what could be the capabilities of switch pro and i you know i think a lot of nintendo fans that are gamers that you know familiar with us and like familiar with the game verse they're just like well the steam deck is six it's 500 600 so the switch or, or the the next switch will cannot be close to that performance because it's so expensive, right? It has to be cheaper. It has to be $350, $300 or whatever. Yeah. So it has to be lower performance than the Steam Deck. So our, our you know, our preference is the Switch we got, maybe a little bit better than that. 
but it's not going to be close to Steam Deck. And I just want to emphasize, guys, that the revised chipset is not going to increase the cost. The only cost that's going to make is just the actual bidding and processing and buying of the chips themselves. Per unit, it's not going to cost more than the original design of the Switch. It's very little, possibly, because it's just a custom. The materials are the same. The custom chips are going to be just a newer technology. The patent's just going to be newer. And so I, I dug into the research, and, uh, you know, me and Rebecca, we go back and forth about Switch Pro rumors, and we're like, oh, no, another Switch Pro rumor, hearty heart, and then we just leave it be, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we just like, okay, this is what the Pro rumor is. Let's just go. I actually went into and it's like, what are what is the rumor itself? And is it can it be true? And if it's not, what could it be? What is this revised switch gonna be? So I have a presentation for you guys. <laughs> I love it. Let's hear it. Well, we'll we'll do what we can right, to translate right. it to audio listeners. Yes, I will. Yeah, definitely, I will translate it to audio for sure. Um, let's see here. I understand that I need to share whatever. Um, should I do window? Yeah, I'm not gonna put it in presentation mode because that just messes with everything. Uh, let's see here. Ooh. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Okay. So, Dr. Bland's explosions, in-depth super analysis of the Nintendo Switch Pro, dynamic super sampling. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so. But all right, for for the audio listeners, there's only four slides in this, so we we might get the, out of here in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> yes, four <laughs> slides, and the last slide is literally questions. So, okay. Let's just go through the individual components of the Switch, the Steam Deck, and the Nintendo. That's a little small, isn't it? But you can still read it, right? I can't, that table. I can't see it. You cannot see it. Okay. Hold on. Let me try to make it super clear for you guys. Can you? If I. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can see it all right on my side. It's okay because you're going to read it for okay. our audio listeners. I'm going to read it for everyone, for our audio listeners. So, anyways, it's a table. It has three columns. It has Nintendo Switch. It has Steam Deck specs. And then it has Nintendo Switch Pro Rumor specs. What is the chip behind it? Now, I put a put a big asterisk there because this is not going to be it. I'm just going to tell you right now. This is totally not going to be it. That's just what the rumor is. This is based on this chipset I, I put out in that column. Okay, so I'm just going to go through just real quick here. Nintendo Switch, Steam Deck, price. I'm going to go by Nintendo Switch OLED, which is 349 USD. And then Steam Deck, I'm going to do the lowest price model, which is 399 USD. It's only a, Right now, it's only a $50 difference. Now, Steam Deck, you know what they said, Valve said, they're aggressively pricing their Steam Deck units. So... Do you, do maybe you think maybe they're taking like a loss on the low end model, hoping that more people yeah, buy the higher end? Yeah, I think end? so. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. If if Nintendo had this spec themselves, so they're like, we might sell this for four fifty or five hundred dollars, not three ninety nine. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but that's just speculation. It's a fifty dollar difference face value right now between the OLED model and then the lowest version model of the Steam Deck. And then I go through individual components. So the chipset itself is just the name, okay? It's just the name of the chipset. I know Rebecca's squinting right now real hard at it. 
just trying to figure out I'm, what I'm this is. I'm trying to read okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Chipset. Nintendo Switch has an NVIDIA Tegra X1. This chip was revealed in 2015. Chip is actually. old. That chip is that old. That is old. The first, the first device or first few devices actually revealed with NVIDIA Tegra X1 was actually Samsung phones and tablets and then NVIDIA Shield. Um, and then they fancied and kind of speculate, oh, it has 4K capabilities and whatever with their NVIDIA stuff. But it's a custom NVIDIA Tegra X1 for a Nintendo Switch. Steam Deck, it's an AMD Heck yeah. Zen 2. So this is... Uh, okay. <laughs> I, team AMT over here with Rebecca. Strong AMD fan. All right. Sounds good. Team Red over here. Okay. That chip actually was released in 2019. And so we're at Zen 3, I believe, right now with AMD. And Zen 4 is about to come out later uh, next year. And then the Nintendo... Well, actually, let me just go through Nintendo Switch and Steam Deck first. Then I'll go through Pro Rumor because I feel like that's more um, rumored. So I don't want to go through that. Architecture, uh, Nintendo Switch has ARM V8, which is a 20 nanometer architecture, and then and then Steam Deck is a Zen 2, custom made, 7 nanometers. So when I say nanometers, right, that's the length, right, Rebecca? That's the length in the CPU in the architecture set, right? So the smaller it is, the more efficient it is. So 7 nanometers is pretty good instead of the 20 nanometer i'm not going to go into the in-depth analysis are, are that, you taking notes just... rebecca i think he's going to give us a pop quiz at the end of this and grade us <laughs> pop quiz at the end yes <laughs> didn't know this is okay, a game tech crossover episode okay cpu what does that stand for rebecca and steven actually steven you should know this yeah, so, I, I do know this How about the... <laughs> computer processing unit you're close so close you're very Computing close processing. central central whatever yep. same thing central processing unit <laughs> This unit is used to instruct all the power behind whatever's going on in the system. It's an all-purpose uh, type of unit. Um, for Nintendo Switch, it has a four-core ARM Cortex-A57. This core specifically was launched in 2012. This core is super old, by the way. And then Steam Deck... It's a custom-made 2019 chip, so this is a 2019 core, four-core AMD Zen 2. I'm gonna go through just a little bit of the what the clock speeds were: 1.02 gigahertz for the Nintendo Switch, 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz for the Steam Deck. And so that is, I mean, if you want to compare it, that's more than doubled. Um, mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just more efficient for Steam Deck 2 actually to run because of that smaller nanometer. Um, I'm not going to go through the L1 and L2 cache. I think that's a little too much because um, we'll be here forever if I, if I go through that. Um, the GPU, what does that stand for, Rebecca? Graphics. <laughs> yeah, graphical processing unit. So this unit is exactly for making images on your display, okay? And Nvidia, Nintendo Switch has an NVIDIA GM20B Maxwell, and this was released in 2015 as well. Steam Deck has RDNA, and then the clock speeds. This one's interesting. Nintendo Switch goes from 300 to 768 megahertz, depending on if it's a handheld or docked mode. So the docked mode is actually boosted. They go actually higher in performance yeah. in order to get extra crank out. 
Steam Deck, it's all depending on how you customize it. It doesn't matter if it's docked or not. Um, the Steam Deck has 1 to 1.6 gigahertz, so again, about double. And then now our favorite parameter, guys, teraflops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not teraflops, T-flops. What does that stand for, Rebecca? Teraflops. <laughs> Total floating operations point per second. That's what. That's a trick for. question. You set me up for failure on that <laughs> it one. It was a little bit of a trick question on that one. Oh, and she just left. Oh, oh no, she walked out of your class, Garrett. Re Rebecca left us, guys. You had your um, first student. Nintendo like drop out. Yeah, I know. Nintendo Switch. The T flops is two thirty six to three ninety three gigaflops, whereas Steam Deck has one point six teraflops. That is. Five times as powerful with the GPU. Getting my nerd glasses. So, of course, Steam Deck is beefed up. <laughs> there you go. I think RAM is the most improved and most impressive. <clears throat> Random access memory. Hey. There you go. Random <laughs> access memory. Nintendo Switch has a 4 gigabyte LPDDR4. This one got released in 2013. Standard speed of 3,200 megabits per second and a transfer rate of 25.6 gigabytes per second. Whereas the Steam Deck has a 16 gigabyte, four times more, of the next generation LPDDR5. Double the standard speed and four times the transfer rate. That is a lot. It was actually, it was actually pretty impressive when they released it too. They thought they were going to have um one i think like a dual channel 32-bit but they end up with a quad channel and that improved the performance a lot um and then storage is the same actually 64 gig emmc flash memory and steam deck has an m.2 interface we don't worry about that it's the same storage mm -hmm. um the screen type although nintendo switch oled it's an oled screen so i think that's better and then steam deck isn't just a standard lcd screen and then resolution Nintendo Switch is still a 720p screen. Steam Deck is a weird one. It's 1280 by 800p. So it's just a little bit more vertical than oh, yeah. Nintendo Switch. And then the power is about the same. Um, TDP, 0.1 to 15 watts. Steam Deck to 4 to 15 watts. So they have the same TDP, roughly. I'm not saying it's like all the time. But... The specs, Steam Deck is four times or five times more powerful, as, as I said, throughout all of this parameters here. Nintendo Switch Pro Rumor. This is what they have. And, and the, these are rumors it. that you have found. These aren't, you know, your your wish list. This is... It's not you, my you, wish you list. This where, is what where is I it found coming from? Is this a multitude of sources I, or like one dude? It is multitude of sources that connected to make the same rumored league all the way back to 2019 this is all connected for, for those so keeping track he does not have a citation slide in here so <laughs> i do not i do have some asterisks so when i make this full table i will put down what those asterisks mean and make a footnote you know down at the bottom okay so the nintendo switch pro rumor is interesting the chipset's called an nvidia tegra Orin soc now this chip is actually public. It is released in a form called NVIDIA. It's in the product called NVIDIA Jetson, hmm. which is actually a machine learning application processing unit. That's it. 
that's what it like is plug but and play kind the of the leak module or something yeah it's like some type of module you put in servers or whatever i don't even know but they advertise it as a machine learning applied unit everywhere now just to let you know nvidia doesn't make mobile chips like the tegra anymore they barely make anything for phones and consoles right um this is very special this is a very custom for switch pro so why the stuff i'm about to point out um i i don't know they just preferred their gpu lineup no, i guess why, their 30 why series is this and, something special for the switch pro i because this will be a customized chip specifically for one console that would be Whereas like nintendo the- saying hey nvidia hook us up yeah, well, the, if Pretty I remember much. right, the Tegra X1, you know, the, the Tegra existed in, in another form, and then they just slightly modified yeah. it for specific use in the Nintendo Switch. Yes. So this, this Tegra Orin chip um, is being used in other applications, but Garrett's saying that it, it will likely be the same. They'll have some slight tweak to it for specific use in the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Got it. they'll definitely cut a lot of this down, what I'm about to say. Um. It will run this architecture, ARMv8.2. Um, it's a 5 nanometer, so it's actually more efficient than the Steam Deck architecture. It's more up-to-date. It's a tw- it's a design in 2019, and it's released in a chip form in 2022 or 2021. So it will be actually more efficient. It's, it's architecture than a Steam Deck, um, I think. Um, the CPU is an 8... So the, the actual chipset itself is a 12 core the rumored leak is an eight core eight core arm cortex a78 ae also known as a codename hercules and it'll have a clock speed of 2.2 gigahertz which is very close to the steam deck and then the cache is actually much higher actually pretty much the same double the power of the switch it's double the clock speed then clock speed yeah yeah double core and double clock speed that's that's the rumor Okay, the GPU, I think they're going to put this way down. This is not going to be the final one. That's why I put double asterisks there. It's going to be an NVIDIA Tegra or NT234 GPU. The clock speed is 768 to 1000 megahertz. It's actually close to the Steam Deck. But this TFLOPS is not is impossible. It's not believable. It's 4.1 teraflops. To put you in perspective, the PS4 Pro is 4.2 teraflops so if you're saying the switch pro is 4.1 teraflops it can do 4k checkerboarding as you dock it, it can do that for ps4 games i i don't think that's gonna be real well, i think that's gonna be cut like that's what they're so, thinking no, that I, it I would i would say very best case you'd get two like you know if, yes. if they manage to leap very best the case. steam deck maybe you'd get two teraflops yeah, so I think it's going to be... Actually, I would say Nintendo doesn't care. I believe it's going to be one. I think... <laughs> uh, one, Like, one teraflops. Yeah. I, I honestly think... Okay, and I'll, I'll actually explain later after all of this what, what I think. Um, the RAM, we don't know. They say the max memory is 64 gigabyte. We just don't know. Yeah, that, um, that seems like yeah, it'd be really the, high as well. Yeah. The interesting thing, this is a 256-bit bus, whereas the Steam Deck is a 128-bit. So double the bit like rate transferred to a GPU. That's, I don't know, that's a lot of heat. I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, 
that'll be double the transfer rate 200 gigabytes per second again i don't that's that's the newest ddr5 <laughs> memory that's outlandish and that's why a lot of people are saying what is this chip and why do people think that this is gonna be nintendo switch pro whatever uh storage i'm this is guesses i still think they're gonna do a 64 gigabyte mmc storage um yeah screen type is interesting what do you think the switch pro screen type is going to be i think they got to keep the oled at this point i mean um i guess they could do both i think i, they I want them to OLED just go to, OLED. To, to put the price down a little bit i mean i'm still of the opinion that the oled was originally going to be um the upgraded yeah. model and then due to uh, supply chain and all that nonsense they went with just the you know oled upgrade and kept the internals the same so i i would lean towards it being an oled personally knowing them they do a switch pro and then switch pro oled three years later yep that is that would track (laughs) yeah that would track it's just like when you like let's say rebecca it's like you know you are a nintendo fan you got the latest one you got the nintendo switch oled you get the switch pro it's the latest nintendo console I want it. And then you look at your handheld screen and it's doesn't look Yeah, as that's good. a good point. That is a good point. I think the default's gonna be OLED yeah, screen. You convinced uh, me. For the Switch Pro. Yeah. Um I still think the resolution's seven twenty P. It's not gonna go higher than that. Agreed. Um I think I think it's gonna be same size, same resolution. Um and then the TDP this is this is from the chipset information itself. And this is why it is impossible. Yeah, you wouldn't 15 do that in to a 60 watts. Yeah, you would not do that in a handheld. You're going to cut that down so much. Um, but what I gather from this is that this chip, and it's a pretty big chip die set itself too. It's too big for a handheld. What they're going to do, they're going to slice this, this up like crazy. I think they're going to cut a lot of corners in GPU. Um, I think they're going to maximize space real estate for dlss which is dynamic or uh, deep learning super sampling right mm-hmm. where you're able to produce an image and i think what nintendo wants and i want to see if rebecca agrees with me nintendo wants a 4k capable console docked at least uh. for first party games because the standard TV is now becoming 4K. Mm-hmm. I, and so for a family member or whatever, if you want to dot, right? You know, it's a huge television. It's going to be a 4K default resolution. You want 4K resolution. I think it's wishful in any way, thinking. Shape or form. Okay, wishful thinking. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I, assuming they're using DLSS, there's really no reason why they can't do 4k the 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 part where i start to question things is when we throw on the 60 fps on it as well um you know that's what everybody wants right everyone wants the 4k 60 but i think realistically um we might be able to expect uh, 4k capable maybe not every game takes advantage of it but then we still probably mostly are dealing with um, 30 frames per second for most games Maybe, yes. maybe a couple I, of them I, can take advantage of it enough to get 60, but I would think most of them are still going to sit around 30. I totally agree with you. I think the performance will be 4K 30. And I honestly, if it's chugging, 
I think uh, I don't know if they would sacrifice or, like put frames on it. They, I mm-hmm. think it's just going to be DLSS upscaled. And I think this I'm just saying for first party games. I'm not saying for third party. So um, anyways, I just wanted to point that out. That's the rumor. It's a little too much. The chip is a little too much, especially. The but GPU. I think it has a <laughs> yeah, I think it has a lot of potential. I think DLSS, the major edge to this Tegra Orange chip that's based on the NVIDIA 30 series. I think Nintendo's like, we want as much of that to increase our performance as possible in our chip. And it's the cheapest way we can. And and there you go. That's that will be your Switch Pro. So and I think it's gonna be it has to be an OLED screen, I think. I think definitely um, OLED. You convinced me on that part. I'm not so convinced about the 4K, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah. For me, it really comes down to if they've got the DLSS, I, I think it's a slam dunk. There's there's really no reason why they can't do the 4K because the DLSS, I, that's just what it's there for. Um, I think handheld-wise, you won't have DLSS as much agreed. just because the the upscaling is not as You don't really need it. it. You don't need it, and it'll be a lot of heat mm-hmm. coming from it. But once you dock it... And just, oh my goodness, Frisk just jumped right on top of Rebecca's no, keyboard. No, that was cool. um, but once you dock it, you can crank that thing all the way up. You can crank the clock speeds. You can crank everything and not worry about cooling and just go straight for that DLSS upscale, maybe even checkerboarding or whatever to make it close to 4K. It doesn't have to be true 4K. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying like fake ish 4k but as close as we can so there you go and uh people think it's gonna be released next year so there you go i think next um, year this is very- yeah next year they delay breath of go the wild it. holiday release with this mm-hmm. thing yeah yeah and this is the picture this is the rumor this is the nvidia leak or whatever of the cpu and gpu together that's just a tegra orange picture right you still have 12 cores in there and that's gonna be impossible for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that seems twelve cores. Yeah, that's for the that other like product, the, the default. The um, yeah, it's the default. Like that's what's pu- made public. Yeah, mm. in in record. Yeah, so that's what Garrett was saying earlier. Is they wouldn't do that. They no. would they would cut cut it back. Um, so it'd be a modified version of this uh, publicly Tegra available Orin Tegra shape. Orin. Yeah. yeah. Questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, <laughs> ideas. So, uh, you know, kind of, kind of bring us home with just uh, we we talked a lot of the technical here. Um, yes, you've you've played the Steam Deck, right? I have not. Actually. Oh, you haven't. Oh, for some reason, you, you've ordered I, one. You just haven't gotten one yet. Is that what it is? Well, I was chosen to get one, but I am awaiting it out just a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Just because finances okay well it's a little much but, i want the highest model too if i'm i'm going big uh if i if i go for steam deck well i, I was curious if you can kind of paint a picture for us a little bit because we, we we delved into the specs do you think you can paint a picture at all of what you think um the experience of playing on this theorized switch pro would be like um compared to a steam deck i i think it's gonna be just it's going to be very similar to the Nintendo Switch. It's got to be so familiar. If And they actually leaked in projects the name and X name, like in the NVIDIA leak or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be still in the Switch family. 
Oh, you're saying that the Whether rumors you looked at for this are still using NX yes. as a code name. Yeah, they're using code names for NX. So it, it actually more associates to the Switch ecosystem than ever. So what I think is it's going to be very similar to Switch. I think the chip is going to be updated. I would not be surprised if it's 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 just going to be lower than Steam Deck, like in terms of like clock speeds or whatever um but what switch has going for them is that it's a completely dedicated to gaming whereas steam deck it is a handheld but it's a computer too it is is steam os like part of its power is for the os whereas switch is going to be straight for the games mm-hmm. so i think it's going to be close i think it's going to be 350 dollars, and it's going to be very close to steam deck and i think you know Steam Deck, you can dock it to a monitor or whatever and be fine. I think it's going to be pretty good. This this Switch Pro is going to be great yeah. TV-wise, upscaling to 4K to your bigger television. I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I think my response to that is uh, trying to picture what it might look like. Is it, It's going to look probably the same as what we're used to with maybe yes. some, maybe, maybe some very minor physical upgrades. But I, I still think the OLED was basically what they're, well, what, what they yeah. were always planning it to be. So I don't really expect anything physically to change, and and it kind of sounds like to me that the experience of playing the games on it will just kind of catch up to the age that we're in. Like I don't know if you're going to see any yeah. big improvement in the way that it runs games. It's just going to be kind of like when the Switch first came out. Um, it'll it'll feel just more up to date. And then with the yep. added bonus, I do think we'll get the 4K if they can get the DLSS in there. I think that would be the, I, the big punchline, the one, the one you know technical spec that Nintendo would run with in advertising is here's our yeah. 4K Switch model. I think it's a familiar term, and I think it doesn't have to be 100% true. This 4K. Like, like, cause you, you know, did you see the boxes on PS5 and Series X? It says AK in there. <laughs> funny. That's it how does? they advertise it. A, yeah, it literally says. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is be capable of doing it in certain circumstances, and you can throw it on the box. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how that's advertising works. That's how the marketing is. So, and I think it's gonna be pretty close for the Switch Pro. Um, handheld wise, I don't think your experience is gonna be better unless you're me, and I know how the performance is going to be so much better. But for you, Rebecca, I don't think there's going to be much difference handheld-wise. Yeah. I've mostly my, been playing my Switch handheld. My, my fever yeah. dream is still that somehow the DLSS unlocks more games to 60 FPS, but I'm really trying to ground myself and just be like, just expect 30 yeah. and and then 4K resolution on the TV. I think that's... It is a diminishing returns when you go to those lower resolutions, right? Mm-hmm. So you're producing a 320p to 720p. That's not much upscaling compared to 1080 to 4K. Yeah. It's so much more, so much more different. And in, in, the upscaling is much more improved in that area. Anyways, Can I read some questions from the chat for you, Garrett? Sure, go for it. G-Man wanted to know, will there be exclusives to the new model, do you think? I I would be hard-pressed if there's going to be an exclusive. Exclusive um, games. At least in the first. Yeah, exclusive games, the first 
two or three years. I agree with and that. And we'll see how the sales go afterwards. Yeah, I, I mean, I could I, I could see a couple of games, maybe like Breath of the Wild 2, definitely running better on the new one. Yeah. But, but there's no way they'd release it um, only on this new system. I Assuming they're basically branding this the 4K Switch and not calling it anything more than that, I, I, I would be very surprised if we saw any exclusives for several years. Yeah. I agree. Edgardo wanted to know, all of this is very nice, but will it come with a Breath of the Wild 2 special edition? Yes, for Rebecca to buy. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but will the special edition be anything more than a, a special dock? Because that's kind of been their go-to, is you get colored Joy-Cons right. and then a, a special dock. I think they've done one or two that had the back plate of the Switch that was special in some way. The Animal yeah, Crossing they had one the is... Splatoon. Yeah, the Splatoon and the upcoming I think a Splatoon Pokemon. one, the Animal Crossing one. Animal Crossing, that's what it was. Yeah. I, I wish they've done more than that. Um, I, I like Me when the, the Switch itself has a little bit more to it than just the Joy Cons. I have a question. Sure. Yeah. You said you canceled your Steam Deck pre order. Is this the reason why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think this is going to come out for another year. I would love a Steam Deck just because I love messing with these things. It's just that, A, you know me, I I spent a lot of time on my Switch these days. There's a lot of games in there I want to play, so why would I dump a lot of money into another console? I mean, I would just be fiddling with, and that's it. <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're, to be honest with you. Yarden like says that he, he was... Yarden said that he's watching this on a Steam Deck right now. I hate you, Yarden, so much. Oh <laughs> well, God. you want to hear a ridiculous story about the Steam Deck? A, a friend of mine, sure. um, his his computer was uh, a DOA on a work day, and he remotes into a work machine. Um, he's like, well, my Steam Deck's a, just a PC oh. under the hood. So he booted up Windows on his PC yeah, and yeah. remoted into his office computer and did an entire day's worth of work. From a Steam, Steam Deck. Deck. Like he, with the Steam so, Deck. So he hooked it up to a monitor. He was using like mouse and keyboard, but the computer running everything was a Steam Deck remoted into his office computer. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Steam Deck is a computer, mm -hmm. first and foremost. And, and the Switch, they will not prioritize that yeah. kind of behavior for the Switch. <laughs> yeah, it's very aggressively priced computer. I yeah, they they can't go more than three fifty for this. I think OLED original switch will be three hundred, and then the Switch Pro rumor will be three fifty, and they're gonna have to accommodate the, a lot of this with, stuff. With, with the way inflation is right now, though, like I mean, if we were saying this came out tomorrow, I I don't think I'd go less than four hundred. I think they they put it at four hundred, mostly just because of how expensive everything is right now. I don't mm, think they want to make another mistake the way that they did for the three DS. I agree with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree yeah. too. But Especially I, I'm just with saying, no exclusive like, games. If, if things don't calm down in the next little bit, I'm I'm not going to be shocked if it comes out at 400. I don't want that, and I don't think it's a good call. But I think it's possible at this point. Yeah, I just wonder how would they market it, and I think that's their biggest issue right now. 4K stands for 400 dollars. <laughs> that you market? Yeah, but the, yeah, that'll get that'll get like the common gamer and maybe family members 400 more no 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 4k cable oh. uh 400 is a tough sell though. it is i i yeah um Anyways, how beautiful <laughs> will metroid prime 4 look on it mm. 
Oh, it will run beautifully. So if if I think it's right, I think like it will be as powerful, maybe a little less powerful than the Steam Deck. And look how the Steam Deck is running on all these games. Look at how it's playing Spider-Man and God of War. I think Nintendo handheld wise, it could be that performance if it wants it to be. Yeah, question I, is, I'd still expect it... just maybe a notch down, but hopefully, it, yeah, it become it comes within you know reaching distance of the Switch Pro or of the Steam Deck. That'd be really nice. Yeah. Any final remarks, boys? I think we're good. Garrett, your first Sorry, your too. first class was yeah. a success. Um, your, Can your we get a round of applause came back. for Garrett? <laughs> Yoo, yay! Woo. Good job. <laughs> Um, yes. That, that'll be my last lecture. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, you know, I think we rag on the, all the Switch Pro talk a lot, but, you know, I think it's good to, you know, put that in perspective and kind of look forward. We're getting, we're more than halfway through 2022. We're talking about it possibly releasing with Breath of the Wild next year. That's going to be here before we know it. So, um, whether yeah, it comes into yeah, well, fruition or not, we shall have to see. Actually, I'll have another lecture on the actual specs. <laughs> when it comes, there you go. Well, it, sa- it save out. this presentation, and then we'll revisit it when the specs come out. Mm-hmm. Granted, we'll what figuring right. out what figuring yeah. out what the specs are actually when they release it is going to be difficult because it's always hard to find the exact specs of Nintendo consoles. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's totally true. <laughs> Um, moving on on. just for the rest of the show we kind of have a bunch of smaller headlines of games that either just released or games that were announced to have release dates so starting with Kirby's Dream Buffet is out now it released on Wednesday Uh, in case you forgot it's that $15 eShop only Kirby party game that people are calling kind of sort of somewhat like Fall Guys um, it seems to be getting pretty positive reception. I'm seeing, you know, on Twitter and stuff. Did any of you try it? I haven't. No. You said fifteen Fifteen, yeah. Fifteen dollars. Do they do? Did they do Not a bad. demo or anything for it? I don't think there's a demo. No, okay. but I like. I'm going back and forth. I might pick it up. I think a lot of friends are having fun with this. I feel like if I don't pick it up now, by the time I want to, it'll be way too late. Nobody will care about it anymore. Like, I feel like now is the time. Um, people are saying it's a pretty cute party game. You get like extra. Is it just a party game? It's a party game. It's like there's online online matchmaking. Okay. Um, up to four people. Yeah. Uh, there's different like cool. A couple different modes that you can play in. Um, different music unlocks if you have other Kirby game save data on your device. Things like that. It seems cute. Okay, cool. Seems better than other Kirby mm-hmm. eShop games. People are having fun with it. Kirby Party Game. Kirby Party Game. That's pretty good. Uh, Wave Race 64 is available now for Nintendo Ooh. Switch Online expansion pack subscribers. It was announced two day, two three days ago, earlier this week. Um, yeah. It just went live tonight for all of you Wave Race fans. Um, I've never played it. I will definitely be booting up mm-hmm. um, my expansion pack uh, library this weekend and just checking it out. I like racing games. Yeah, Wave Race is fun. I, I grew it... up on Wave Race. I like it. it I mean, oh, really? I, we'll we'll see if it has aged. I don't think I've played it since you know the '64 way yeah. back in the day, but uh, but it was fun. I liked it. Was it was like the first game where people were like, "Oh my god, the water looks so realistic." It was pretty impressive right. for its time. Mm-hmm. For sure, I feel like I. I mean, like I said, I played it at a Chuck E. Cheese, but now I think of it, I think it's more of an 
the the one in Chuck E. Cheese was an updated version or something. You probably play the GameCube version. There's a Wave Race on GameCube. No, there's a GameCube version. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it had an actual boat, you know, you get on the boat and it has an actual, like, you know, motions or whatever. That was super fun. That's fun. Um, yeah, I'll check this out for yeah. sure. Uh, I talked about it earlier. Blossom Tales 2 The Minotaur Prince is available now. Ooblets got its Switch release date today, um, or yesterday, or oh, whatever, wow. sometime this week. Um, so this was a game, it might sound familiar to you, it did release an early access for PC and Xbox One back in 2020, and now it's getting yeah. its full official release on September 1st for those consoles and also mm-hmm. for Switch. Um, there is going to be a physical release uh, through Fangamer, for those interested. Are you guys familiar at all with Ooblets? It's like a life simulation it. it's like like a chill kind of thing it has like some kind of dance related it's like a simulation with hmm. dance it's very like no like no. a wacky type thing i've not heard of this one at all it's like a small group of people are very loud and enthusiastic about this game so i felt like i had to put it in here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great Ooblets. yeah I, why did i think it was a monster-ish i think there are monsters or... as the characters the ooblets themselves are oh. like monsters okay um that you farm them so it's a simulation game oh i see um you farm these things oh and you battle with them so it's farming like story of seasons yeah and c- collect and battle like pokemon um right Okay. They're creatures. You can befriend them, grow the ooblets, have them perform tasks like farming and machine operating, dance battle with other ooblets. Um, oh, Garrett. Um, yeah. Ooblets replaces combat with a card-based dance-off system. Oh, the, you have it. to play it, Garrett. We're ready. So, yes, yeah, September 1st. Day one. Get, September get 1st. excited. Coming up. <laughs> and then my beloved Life is Strange, the Arcadia Bay collection now apparently gets a release date. It is coming out on September 27th instead of the, what were they calling it before? They gave it a new title. Oh, it remember. was just remastered. Yeah, it was just the remastered right? collection and now it's the Arcadia Bay collection. So Life is Strange 1 will be on the car and Life is Strange to Before the Storm um, will be a download. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to get this? Are you going to get the physical copy, I guess? Unfortunately, yes. I'm going to get the physical copy on principle because I have been waiting for Life is Strange to come to the Nintendo Switch since the day I played it. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm very unhappy with how they handled this remaster. And I do not have faith that the Switch version is going to be any good. Um, But unfortunately, it's one of my favorite games of all time. So I don't care how bad it is. I want it for the collection. Yeah, no, it makes sense for the collection. How about you, Steven? Are you familiar with I have never played a Life is Strange game. I know. Okay, here's what you do. You go to Steam. You download the first episode for free of Life is Strange 1. Yes, and you play first, it. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's the original. And you just Life is Strange episode one. It's free. Go, everyone, go play it. Your life will never be the same. It will never be the same. I played it on a exactly. tablet. It, you can do it. it, it it's kind of like a graphic novel, right? Mm. It's like uh, Telltale a, a little bit, where it's interactive. You have choice. Okay. Uh, with your dialogue, and then for Life is Strange one, there's light puzzle they, solving. Each one has. There's like puzzle solving. Each of them have a special power. So Life is Strange one, it's all about time. Where oh you yeah, can they like kind of have like superhero time and make different decisions. Powers. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah. That so that kind of sounds a little super. bit um, like Oxenfree, where you it's get just like, like Oxenfree. Dial. Yes, okay. if you like Oxenfree, play Life is Strange. Okay. Yeah, I really liked Oxenfree. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. But the remastered the collection demo a sucks. Or the first, the first chapter yeah. a try. Yeah, don't don't get the remastered, remastered one. Go get the free first <laughs> yeah, episode I, I on, remember, on Steam. I remember the yes. many uh, issues that faced. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was terrible. Yeah. Which I think they have patched it and they have fixed some stuff, but um, get the first episode on Steam for free. Yeah. Uh, and I put this down. Yeah, here. why don't you take that last story, Garrett? Sure. It's interesting. So Kotaku, I, I'm not going to go through and describe everything, but Kotaku released this investigative report about Nintendo of America, and there's some sexual harassment claims reports. And I know everyone has heard of these types of reports in these companies. Um, I just want to at least acknowledge that it's there um, for Nintendo. Like Nintendo's not impenetrable for this type of uh, I don't know, these type of situations or even accusations or behavior in general. Um, if you are more interested into what the specifics are, you can go and search it out in Kotaku. It has the original reporting. They do a lot of great work. They have like 10 sources or whatever um, about just like the Nintendo of America testers there, the contract workers there, a lot of female um, testers there that felt a lot of uncomfortable like kind of a frat boy situation um over at nintendo of america so if you want to learn more you can read over there and just to let you know that nintendo is just like you know we we love nintendo itself but you know at a company it all depends on the culture there how it's going to reflect on their employees and how it's going to react it may not be indicative of their games so just think about that Go ahead and read the Kotaku report. I'm not saying that anyone is like, you know, they're going through court or whatever yet, but it's just up there. It's been reported. There's been more reports of this uh, labor union as well. There have been two complaints to Nintendo of America this year now. Um, Specifically, just Nintendo of America, by the way, not Nintendo Japan, just this office in America. Um, It's kind of it's it's weird to see. You know, just like these type of reports come out of our, you know, the company that we talk about all the time. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know if maybe I'm jaded or because it's I'm a woman or what, but this kind of thing I feel like is way more commonplace than anyone really thinks. Um, I'm not surprised yeah. to hear about this. I think um, yeah, every huge company, this is happening uh, to some degree. Yeah on a small scale or a wider scale, whether it's known or not known. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even have to be a huge company. This happens on a small scale too. Um, yeah. And it never you, never helps when it's a predominantly male uh, demographic. That's true. Um, so yeah, yeah I think uh, it's good that people are coming forward and talking about it and um, getting the narrative yeah. out there so that people realize yeah, how hot this go into s- Right. I don't want to go into specifics of it. Again, if you want to know more, Kotaku has the report. You can read it. Yes. And that's that. Mm -hmm. And that is the end of the news for this week. Uh, We do have a few chat questions directly from you. 
Uh, starting with Adam, he wanted to know, have you all tried the Nintendo themed ice creams at Coldstone? And if so, what is your favorite flavor? He says mine is the Kirby themed, themed ice cream. There is a Coldstone at my mall, what? and I did recently pass by it, and I was gonna get some, but um, I was with my mom, and she didn't want to get ice cream at the time, and I don't want to be that person that just gets ice cream by themselves, so I didn't get one. Mm. I had Darn. no idea they had Nintendo flavors. Yes, they're doing a promotion. There's Kirby, Animal Crossing, Mario, mm. and something else. Oh, for Coldstone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see Animal Crossing, Kirby, Mario. I think those are the only three. Is it just those three? Okay. Yeah, that's all I'm seeing on their website. Yes. I would probably like the Kirby one, too. I think I would like them all, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Kirby sounds like cotton candy. Mario would be like strawberry. Here, here I, I, can, I can tell you. Mario is... Oh, what's the actual... Yeah, so Mario is cake batter ice cream. Um, and it oh, has, are we so good into that? <laughs> it has blue frosting oh, yeah. and rainbow sprinkles. Nah, and it I'll has pass. actual it has actual cake in it, too. Like nah. broken up pieces of yellow cake. You can have that I one, love Garrett. It. <laughs> All right. Yes. The Kirby one is strawberry ice cream. Has actual strawberries, mini marshmallows, and caramel. I'm going to bank on liking the Animal Crossing one. All right, here we go. It is chocolate ice cream, strawberries, (laughs) banana, and whipped What's your flavor then? Are you just like not liking ice cream in general? I like vanilla, cookies, and cream. Okay, I'm going to get out of those three. I'll go with Kirby. Yeah, I I would take Animal Crossing. I don't like chocolate ice cream. Nice. I'll go with Mario. Well, it sounds like I need to take an outing to Coldstone sometime in the next few days. Okay, have you seen the boba tea, the Kirby boba tea? No. You know what boba tea is mm-hmm. in general? Stop. Okay, Sorry. it's the little it's the little balls at the bottom. It's like li- I don't know what's what are they called again? It's it's uh it's not mochi. Why oh, are they, are they not like called glass pearls? Boba? Are the are little they? bubbles? Or oh, they're, they oh they're, they're just boba balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I I've seen uh, Kirby special edition boba tea over at Kung Fu Tea. So check that out sometime. Looks super cool. It looks super cute. Hold on, I, I think I can share screen real quick of it. Just a picture. There you go. Oh, wait, it's loading. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see it. Yet. <gasps> That's oh, really cute. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I would try so, that. Yeah, that's. That, yeah, that's the Kirby Boba Tea over at Kung Fu Tea. I like it. I don't know if they're still running the promotion, but nice. there you go. No, I'll have to try it. I'm, like, very iffy about ice cream. Um, I don't, I'm, like, maybe mildly lactose intolerant, so I usually um, have, like, frozen yogurt oh, okay. or, like, oat, oat ice cream. Um, but I would definitely try it. Uh, G-Man wants to know, I asked if there are any burning questions, and he said, burning, you say? Okay, what's the most burning thing you have ever eaten or drank before hmm well i'm a i'm a pretty big fan of spicy food um I, for example i have a jar of ghost pepper salsa in the fridge right now that i eat nice. on a semi-regular basis go eat so, one right now right oh. now no, just kidding, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so i uh, and i would say that the the ghost pepper salsa is is pretty high up there on the spiciest things that i've eaten so uh, I, I, I think that's the only thing i can think of off the top of my head Okay, so he says literally burning, and I have a like a recent thing with literally burning thing. 
I had some fried chicken that was just out of the air fryer or whatever. And I went straight oh, and like no. took a huge bite. And like the roof of my mouth was straight in contact with the was chicken. It scalding? As it was it scalding? Oh my God. It, it was scalding. Later that day, no joke, I was brushing my teeth. And I just felt the blisters up there. It was That's so bad. Horrible. Ouch. So, moral of the story is don't do that <laughs> ever. So, My yeah, dentist was able to know that I had like hot pizza or something like that, like some kind of hot food the night before because my the roof of my mouth was, I guess, burned. It was burning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, um, there you this, go. Burning what, things. I, I'm going to take this like the spicy route. And I think I've told this story before, but um, when I was studying abroad, one of our trips for one of my classes was to London and uh, one of the days we were in uh, one of the Pakistani districts and we went to a Pakistani restaurant and I think I'm nice. like pretty good with spicy food, but holy crap, Pakistani food is on, on a different level. <laughs> level. Oh my God, I was not prepared uh, for how spicy that was. Um, when, I think I ate like one thing and I don't even know what I, I ate. Mean, yeah. <laughs> It's next to India, so yeah. when, they, their, their spice levels are crazy. Yeah. When we lived in Michigan, my wife worked with uh, a bunch of people from India, and their favorite thing to do was take her out to lunch and order for her and just watch how much she would sweat <gasps> as she would eat what they oh ordered for her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah and, and then you'd be like, get the mild level. I was like, no, 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 get the mild <laughs> See, and flavor. I, I have the opposite problem is I've gone to Indian restaurants, and I say, hey, I want, I want the hot um, spice level and the waiter will look at me and be like yeah i don't like, think you want that and i said yes i, I it's do, like are you sure i do want this and um they brought me the food later and i swear that the waiter just ignored what i said and brought and gave you me the mild one and he came back later he's like is that too spicy for you i said no this isn't spicy enough i wanted it hotter than this he's like oh, oh um I, I can go make it spicier for you. He's like, yeah, please. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. So he had to go take it back and bring me a spicier one, spicier one. Nice. Yeah, you can handle it then. I like, I I can't on that level, but I do like some spicy, spicy food. Yeah. Um, Goosey's 99 asked us, how do you think the Pokemon who wear clothing got these clothes? That's a burning question. <laughs> Okay, help me help me out here. Who, who's wearing clothing? Uh, like oh, Hit, that's Hitmonchan good... wears a shirt. Um, um, Pikachu wears a suit sometimes. Right? I mean, he or wears a, a hat, but I mean, a hat's easy to explain away. My Google, because they they come out of their eggs like this, by the way, right? Oh, what? I'm, like, I had to the, it, do. Do the cells from their body diffuse okay. and turn into? Garrett, you played plastics? Pokemon Black and White, right? I did, but like years ago. Those weird fighting types, th throw and sock. They have like karate gear on. Jinx right, is wearing they do a have dress. Karate gear. That's a good one. Machamp has a wrestler's belt on him. I see. This is a good question. It breaks all logic in space and time mm -hmm. for the Pokemon universe. They have to have same exact clothing, each and every one of them. And they I mean, come they out of their out eggs wearing it. I mean, we, we could argue maybe biological, it. right? I mean, universe is a weird place, and like, you've got bugs with armor that could look like clothing, right? So you could argue maybe yeah. some of these are some kind of you know special biological 
armor of sorts. I wonder, like, you know, cartoon version, you can't tell the difference, really, texture-wise, if it's a cloth or skin. So it might be some weird outer shell going on for these clothes. Yeah. But it would be very scary to see this in, like, the Pokemon movie or the Pikachu movie or whatever. It was, like, real life. There's a, there's a Reddit post that I found on Google from the, oh, no, from the subreddit <laughs> Gardevoir. Oh, that's a good example, too. Uh, I wonder if Gardevoir, along with these other Pokemon, are wearing clothes or if it's part of their body. <laughs> Can I read a few of the comments? Gardevoir? Yeah, because yeah, Gardevoir that's, has, that's like, sure. a dress-like thing, but that's clearly part of his body. I know. Right? Oh, and, and G the Man has a good one, too, is uh, Machamp has, like, underwear, like Superman underwear. That's true. Sylveon has ribbons. Yeah. Well, I think it depends. Like, so this one says... From childhood, I always assumed it was clothes. Um, someone said, I'm pretty sure Gardevoir, Jinx, and Gothitelle's clothes are just part of their body. Somebody said, yeah, Machamps is a power-limiting belt, so it has to be clothing. That's weird. Yeah, yeah no. It's, I yeah. guess it's part of their body. Well, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Going through all, what are we at, 800 Pokemon trying to figure out? If it's clothing or not, you've ruined Mr. Yes. Why did Mr. you? Mr. Rhyme, the um, Galarian version, yeah. of Mr. Mime has a top hat. Is he born with that? I don't know. Well, he doesn't come mm. out of an egg you, though. You literally mess. He with gets that mind. upon evolution. Yeah, it, it's a horn, right? It's just a, a very specifically shaped horn. I'm kind of dumb <laughs> with this question. It, it messed with my head. I. I like I can bear switch specs. I cannot bear this <laughs> question. This logic. What? You're not gonna have a presentation next week on uh, on each about, Pokemon about that has clothing and on Pokemon. <laughs> oh my goodness! No. You should. You should. Uh, I'm I, I thought this was. I thought this was turning into a series lectures with uh, Doctor Bland. Yes. Oh, I would never finish Xenoblade then. <laughs> All right, and then to wrap things up, Kyle the Pug says, now that we are 66% of the way through the year 2022, first of all, Kyle the Pug, how dare you? Um, he wants to know, what is your yeah. personal game of the year so far, and do you think that will change when December comes through? I have an easy answer for the second part is, yes, it will absolutely change by the time December hits. Okay, what is it now, and what will it be? Well, so this is... Uh, it doesn't have to be Nintendo. A, this is a difficult one to answer because I don't think I've played anything that came out this year. Um, oh, okay. Uh, cool. I, I was trying to think of the most recent games that I've, I've played that I really, really liked. Um, and Death's Door was on there, but I think Ooh. I technically played it last year, at the very end of last year. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, played this year. Absolutely oh, loved one. it. Don't play it on Switch, but it is a great game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but it didn't come out this year. Um, no. So, and then uh, there was one more. Oh, I guess I think Arceus. That came Pokemon out. Arceus year. is is the yeah, only one. Came out this I think year. that's the only one that I've played from this year. And so by default, <laughs> if you're going by the rules of it came out this year, it takes the game of the year spot. Did you but not play will... Kirby in the Forbidden Wonderland? I tried the demo, um, but I, I didn't um, yeah. buy it. It's okay. Did no, you it's not game. play Live Alive? 
I also have tried the demo of that, but I've not. I've bought it, and I, I haven't played enough to call it game of the year or anything. So just just by default of like how much I've played a game and what actually came out this year, Pokemon Arceus takes the spot. But okay. I can tell you, it will very easily <laughs> be dethroned by Splatoon three and yes. Mario and Rabbids. There you go. I think you just got That's both it. of our hearts with that one. <laughs> yes. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Mine at this point would probably be Live Alive. And I don't think Splatoon 3 will be a better game, but I think I'm going to put a heck of amount of hours into it and it will be my favorite game by the end of the year. Even if it's, it's not the better de- game. It's kind of di- designed to be a, an hours sync. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiplayer focus. Mm-hmm. Lots of Splatoon fests. I can't wait. Splat fests. No, it'll be great. Looking forward to trying out okay. the, the demo Splatoon next Saturday. Season. What team are you joining you for? The, which I found out, by the way, my friends told me today that August 27th, which is the day of that Splatfest, is National Rock, Paper, Scissors Day. Which what? is probably, like, I, I don't know how they time this to be that way, but um, I'm picking Team Rock. I'm picking Team Rock as well. I think yeah. I might have to go Paper. Mm. Yeah. But but trying to beat us. Yeah, it, it, it's too intellectual. It's it's the matter of paper is how we've recorded all of our knowledge and how we've reached the pinnacle of society that we live today. And I don't know how you do that without being able to write things down on paper and share. Uh, I Steven, can break before, your head with a rock. Before they recorded <laughs> history on paper, they recorded it on rocks, and that yeah, is forever. You, you have a point. We you see that forever. The paper's not going to last forever. Cavemen. But we don't do Cavemen. it on rocks anymore. No, but what's going to last longer? The rocks or the paper? Who's it going to be? Depends on and if I depends going. on if you wrap the rock with paper, right? I yeah, never understood that. How does paper beat rock? Right. It just covers the thing. I don't know. It hides it from view, and so. therefore it doesn't exist. <laughs> therefore it wins. But yeah, Team Rock for me. And then uh, your oh, favorite game oh. so far, Garrett? Yeah, game so far. Xenoblade. I. You know, I want to say Xenoblade, but I feel like it would be a disservice to other people that has actually beat the game because I know it gets a lot better. So I'm going to say Xenoblade most likely, but uh, Nobody Saves the World is still really up there. That I out this really year? enjoy mm-hmm. that game. That came March out this year. March or February yeah. or something. Yep. I actually yesterday played it with a friend of mine via co-op, and it just reminds me of how good that indie game is it'll definitely be my indie game of the year um what's gonna beat it is mario plus rabbits Mm -hmm. i honestly cannot wait for that one like i'm excited i'm just ecstatic you you know what should have been my game of the year at this point is advance wars that should have been my game of the year that's true it should have been did you see that was one of the many games that they had online maintenance for uh like a week or two ago i did and Donnie had the... Yeah. And people were like, oh my god, it's happening! <laughs> Maybe. I, I'm I not getting Anything inventory so. related. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. All right. That is going to do it, Koopalings. Uh, Steven, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Was there anything yes. that you wanted to plug or pitch or remind our audience about where to find you? Well, I'll just say thank you very much for having me. It was awesome to be here and then enjoy the 
Dr. Bland's first lecture. And uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, had a great time. So first I'll, of many. I'll, I'll just say I'm going to plug the Nintendo Shack because that's the best place to be hanging out on a Thursday night. Yeah. So uh, come back again next week. And if you want to chat with me more, check out our Discord. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a lurker in the Discord. And if you, uh, if you say the right nice. words, I'll come out and have a, have a very in-depth conversation with what you. What are the words that can be used to summon you? Oh well, let's see. You know, Mario and Rabbids is a good one. Um, Chrono Trigger that'll that'll bring me out. Heck um, yeah! Zelda will do it. Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, yeah, but but not everyone likes my hot takes on Obi Wan <gasps> Kenobi. So <laughs> you got some hot takes on Star Wars. I, yes. I do have hot takes on Star I, Wars. I, well, I feel like Star Wars, like everyone goes everywhere with it. So. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, true. I, I have I have of, left a lot of hot lot takes, of takes in the there. in the movies yes. channel, movies TV channel lately. <laughs> Join I, our Discord, I think I, everybody. <laughs> I've yep, uh, alienated a few much. people, I think, from that channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Koovalings, we will see you next week uh, for hopefully some more exciting Nintendo news. Um, reaching the end of August. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Oh, don't tell me that. Crazy stuff. All right. Oof. Have a good weekend, Kooplings, and we will see you next time. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye.